Welcome back to another episode of QT with a Pod. Hi friends. Slash, okay, I'm gonna start calling you guys cuties because like, why not? If you're listening to this, you're cute. So, hey my little cuties, I hope you're doing great. It's a wonderful day to be alive and to thrive as always. Today we are going to be talking about friendship lessons I learned in my 20s. I am now 29, approaching 30, and of course there are lessons that I've learned along the way. I've gained some people, I've lost some people, maintained some people, I've I've fought some people, I've made peace with some people. So I'm just going to talk about all the lessons I have learned. Before I jump into that, please make sure that you are following me on all social medias. So I'm on TikTok at BigQuiQui, Instagram at BigQuiQui, and I'm just going to stick to that one at BigQuiQui. That's where you can find me. Um, And also, I'm still plugging my book. I'm still plugging it. The information is in my bio. You're ready to set your intentions. It's not too late. I know that it is February now, but you still can set intentions and you can still catch up and be that girl. All right. So friendship lessons I've learned in my 20s. So I do want to just start with, I guess, a general overview of how I feel about friendships. And yeah, I feel like few what is the saying four quarters are worth more than a hundred pennies I've always had few friends always had like just one friend who I was always with I never had a huge group of people I called friends like a group of friends I would go out with every weekend I never had that and one time I was in a large friendship group and we didn't make it clearly we did not make it it did not make it or either i'm not a part of the group anymore i think the group made it but i was not in the group anymore um so overall i believe in small friendship groups i think i talked about this last year how i like to keep to myself and i do have few friends so there's there's the there's the platform there's the base so let's jump into our lessons <clears throat> So number one, and I don't want this to sound negative because it's not, neg- none of these are negative. So number one is reciprocate energy. And I know it it can sound negative, but it's not. And it's also very true. But you have to give people the same energy that they give you, or you'll be in the constant pursuit of satisfaction and answers that you'll never, never, ever get, you know? And it started for me when, have you, have you guys ever been like at home and you're looking on Instagram and you see all your friends out somewhere and you're like, oh, were we, were we meeting up? Like what happened? Did I miss something? It's like all of them. You're the only one missing. I hate to say it, but that's me. That always happens to me. And when it was happening to me in my early twenties, I was very distraught. I was like, wow. Like. Was I not invited for a reason? Um, And I felt very much like a victim. Like, why? How could they do this to me? Why me? Um, So I would try to figure it out. Like, ask, like, why wasn't I invited? And it was always, y'all, the two things that I've heard is, you don't have an iPhone, so you're not in the group text. Great. Great to know that our friendship could easily be ruined or I don't know 
it, our friendship can be discontinued because of the type of phone you have and I have. And I've also heard, oh, it was a last minute thing and we just didn't invite you because you don't like last minute stuff. And I am a person that doesn't like last minute stuff. I do like to know like, oh, you want me to get up and get out of my house, especially now because I live like in the suburbs, like give me time. I have to drive 20 minutes away to get to you, which I don't have a problem doing. Anyways, let me get back on track. So early 20s, very distraught and... I just thought, you know, I was, I felt like a victim, like, and it could have been that there were negative feelings around my presence, or it could have been that I was just forgotten about. Either way, it still felt like something was being done to me and I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. So I remember calling my mom and complaining about how I wasn't invited. Um, I would always make sure I invite people out. I still do this because there are still times I'm not invited, but I still do. If I'm going somewhere, there's a group of people, like, why not? send out the mass message to other people as well also but it's COVID now so I don't know I don't know about y'all no more but I'm making sure I invite people out and I put a lot of energy into trying to turn it around you know trying to create a new dynamic because that wasn't a dynamic I was satisfied with and I mean in a sense kind of become relevant in my friend group but then it hit me one day it hit me and I was like, why? Why do I want to make people that don't see me, see me? Just ignore them and not ignore them, but return the same energy, reciprocate my energy. If you're not inviting me, why should I go out of my way to invite you? If you are going to be late, why should I try to be on time? This goes with any situation. Whatever a person is giving you, you give it back to them. So that means if a person's giving you positive energy, you pour positive energy back into that relationship with them. You don't want to do the opposite because otherwise you'd be forcing something to happen that isn't meant to happen. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If this were happening in a romantic relationship, you wouldn't second guess it at all. If someone was not calling you, you would not call that man. If that man did not set a date with you, you will no longer be interested. So I think another point that I'm going to get to later is thinking about your friendships as romantic relationships. For some reason, we tend to slack on our, what's the word? Your, your, your expectations when it's pertains to a friendship versus a romantic relationship. And I don't think it should be that way. Um, Yeah. You won't, if, if someone's doing something to you that you don't like, you wouldn't pursue it anymore because that person's actions tell you where you stand in their lives, okay? It can make you feel empowered. I mean, not empowered, definitely won't. Being in this situation can make you feel powerless and you're in an imbalanced friendship, okay? Take your energy back, take your power back and hashtag return that same energy. Now that I'm older, I don't feel like a victim anymore when it happens to me. I understand that everyone has their own thing going on and friendships aren't necessarily always at the top of everyone's to-do list. So it's taking a step back, giving people their space, being understanding, but only to a certain extent, okay? I can't, I can't be completely understanding all the time because at some point it's like, are you actually considering my feelings at all or am I just a placeholder at this moment? So put your energy into you, know what you deserve, 
and keep it moving. That's lesson number one. Okay, so return the same energy. Lesson number two is date your friends and not like date like your friends. Like, oh, I got a crush on my friend, Brian. I think I want to be with him. Not like that. More like setting social arrangements with your friends. So just like you would go on a date with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you set that time aside. You guys go out, do something together. Do that with your friends. Think about the purpose of a date in a romantic sense and think about how that can be applied to your friendships. Um, yeah, so it's not always, and reflecting early 20s, it was always about getting drunk and going to party. If you were doing that with a man, you get bored and you start craving something different. You want to see different aspects of that person, just like you want to see different aspects of your friend. So don't just keep it at the partying level. When I think about some of my strongest friendships, I do think about the experiences we've had together because those experiences teach me about that person's boundaries and vice versa. It teaches us about each other's boundaries, their our strengths, weaknesses, communication styles, love languages, and all the other traits in the world that you need to know, experiences, dates. So that's trying something new together. Um, doing a painting class like different things like that so this is also important to consider because we are all working adults we don't have control circumstances around our friendships anymore like we did in high school or college like when I go to school I know I'm going to see my friend or I live on campus with my friends I know I'm going to run into them we all live in different parts of city state country world So you do have to set that time apart to actually connect. I always, I'm a calendar girl. I'm going to put it on my calendar. I really am. I love to send calendar invites out for brunch, for a night out, for whatever. I'm going to send you a calendar invite. So going back, I think, to my early 20s, like my friendships were really centered around drinking and going out, which every 22-year-old is doing, right? You're all, let's go out. Let's do this, especially if you all move to a new city or you just moved to a new city, you're exploring, right? But as I got older, the urge to party died down. I realized a lot of my friendships were one dimensional and then that was just it. So the friends that I actually have experiences with and we've dated, you know, quote unquote, dated, those friendships grew. So lesson number two, date your friends. Lesson number three, and this one's old. I mean, it's old and it's been said, but it's all coming together now. So friends for a reason, a season or a lifetime. This is something I had to come to terms with if a friendship ended or fizzled out. So there have been times when I've been rocking real hard with somebody. I mean, we shopping, we going out, we eating, we venting, we opening up. We're just chilling around each other. And for some reason, as strong as they was the relationship still died you know and you got to think about it maybe that friend was just there for a reason maybe that friend was there for a season and hindsight's always 2020 like whenever I do make friends I'm like well whenever I used to make friends I was like this is a lifelong friend but that's not the case all the time and it it's not a bad thing to have friends for a reason or a season okay So even thinking about a reason, maybe 
you want a person bonded over a breakup or a family tragedy or even a happy moment like a you guys got the same scholarship or something so you guys bond through that and you help each other navigate that space it's a new space together maybe that reason has been fulfilled and it's time for you two to move on that's okay maybe you just had a baby and you're friends with another mom during the toddler stage you two together we're going to the park we're looking up all new diaper crazes i don't know what moms do but then maybe when kids start elementary school they go to two separate elementary schools that season is over toddler season is over so you're no longer friends that's okay then you have lifetime friends sure i'm pretty sure lifetime friends are going to take breaks like you're not going to be talking to that same person straight throughout your life I'm sure you will probably take a break from each other, but still that's a lifetime friend. Overall, when I was thinking about this, most friendships are seasonal or reasonal, but mostly seasonal. You have your friends from college. Like whenever you start a new chapter in your life, you gather new friends. So friends from jobs, like from my first job, I had a friend who I used to talk to all the time. We used to go out, we used to hang out. Once I stopped working at that particular school, our friendship was over. It was just like, what do we, what, like, we're just work friends. So I guess like seasonal or, you know, work friends or whatever. But that is lesson number three. Lesson number four, be friends with people that inspire you. I'm trying to think of a quote that matches this. It's not birds of a feather flock together, but sort of like that. Um, be around people that inspire you and you can learn from. That's very important. And it just for me, maybe not for other people. I don't know. I consider myself a pretty ambitious, not super ambitious, but you know, I like to be like, oh, I want to do something new. I want to set this new goal for myself and do this. I want to learn this. So it's important for me to be around people that make me want to be better, make me want to try new things and make me want to be open-minded that they have things that I aspire to, you know, and it's just like a romantic relationship. You want to make sure that your partner is someone that you, you like. And most of the time that can be things that traits that you have and you like in them or traits that you don't have and they bring out that good part in you if that makes sense and when I say people that inspire you this is just a side note that just came to mind not those people that can't enjoy the present moment so I'm talking about those people go 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 because I'm trying to make it to the next goal and not actually sit and be satisfied with the things they have not that type of inspiration not just material success either but also like their beliefs their authenticity, their character, communications, things like that. Like, I want to be inspired by you. Like, wow, Becky is so insightful. I want to be insightful like Becky. Or it could be material things. Wow. Becky really has a big butt. I want a big butt. Okay. So last lesson I learned in my 20s about friendship is the length of a friendship does not determine the strength of a friendship okay you don't have to be best friends with someone that you've known for a long time you could have known someone since you were two and it could have just stopped right there you probably and thinking about the other things you guys probably never 
went on friend dates, you guys never experienced different seasons together, that's okay. That's just a person in your life, okay? But the years don't always equate to a strong friendship. Think about has that person been there for you? Have you been there for that person? Whatever you consider of a consider as a friend, if it hasn't manifested in the relationship between you and the other person, you're not as strong as friends as you think you are. So I'm just going to let that one sit there, let you marinate on it. Think about it. It's not that hard, you know, but overall, these are all the friendship. Well, not all. These are five that I thought of friendship lessons that I've learned in my twenties. And it was really fun making this episode, just thinking about it. As you know, I like to hashtag reflect. So let me know what are some friendship lessons that you've learned. You should already see the post on hashtag IG. I'm throwing a lot of hashtags out there. Um, and I'll see you guys later. Bye.